On the weekends, the businesses along Penn Avenue in Pittsburgh's Strip District are packed, and the sidewalks are a sea of black and gold. But long before the neighborhood became a hub for retail, it was one of the dominant spots for wholesale produce distribution. Now the city is on the cusp of another change. 90.5 WESA's Katie Blackley shares the story of the historic produce terminal for Essential Pittsburgh, our ongoing series about how Pittsburgh lives and how the city is evolving. At nearly five city blocks, the Pennsylvania Fruit and Auction Building, known to locals as the Produce Terminal, is hard to miss. It sits along Smallman Street between 16th and 20th and seems to watch over the small businesses on Penn Avenue. But unlike the bustling retail happening in front of it, the Produce Terminal is mostly vacant. It's an unusual state for the building, considering several decades before it was the place to go for wholesale produce. The platform itself was a world unto itself. I've never been anywhere else that even reminds me of it. That's Jimmy Sinceri. He and his brother Nino own Sinceri's Italian grocery store in the Strip District. You'd be walking up the terminal and there'd be guys with uh, pallet jacks and forklifts running up and down the, uh, the hallway there. And you had to have your wits about you because otherwise you'd get run over. Sinceri started working at the terminal in the 1960s, unloading rail cars for his father. He was 13 at the time, and his family ran an Italian-American dry goods shop. Trucks, trains, and boats unloaded their goods onto the produce terminal, and mom-and-pop corner stores from Lawrenceville to Homestead would stock up. Sinceri describes the scene as chaotic, competitive, with a bit of pandemonium. But the businesses at the terminal didn't materialize overnight. Heinz History Center curator Lauren Uhl says the land where the building is now used to look a lot different. At the very beginning, in the early 1800s, it was like most of the land around here, pastoral. Downtown ended at about 11th Street, probably not even quite out that far. And from 11th Street on out, it was orchards. At the time, the main produce distribution center was along Liberty Avenue downtown. But as the city grew, the downtown tracks were torn up and distributors had to move. Wool says they had to make a choice. The produce merchants start to move out. A small contingent of them goes to the Mon Wharf near the river. But the rest of them start to move into the Strip District because there's already a lot of train traffic here because of industry. The produce terminal was constructed in 1929. It coincided with the Strip District's change from industrial to wholesale distribution and worked well because the city was experiencing an influx of immigrants. Photographs from the Pittsburgh press in the 1940s and 50s show the neighborhood filled with rail cars and warehouses stacked with fresh potatoes, oranges, and pears. Jimmy Sinceri says it was a place where people worked hard for very little. The, the, the people that came down here were all first, second generation. They were all very hard workers. To them, a, a penny was a dollar. I mean, they worked very hard for their money. Like Sinceri, Ron Castertano started at the terminal when he was a teenager. Now he works at Consumers Produce, one of the last standing wholesale markets in the Strip. Castertano says when he was working in the 1970s, most of the produce was unloaded, sold, and distributed before the sun came up. And the Strip District was quiet on the weekends. Everybody closed up on Friday morning by 11 o'clock, and that was the end of the week. Retail now dominates much of Penn Avenue, but Uhl says it didn't become popular until the mid-80s when a generation of new Pittsburghers and tourists seemed to rediscover the neighborhood. It's sort of the next wave of just starting to gentrify. People are starting to notice the Strip District as kind of a cool place. The wholesalers who have been here a long time 
and that market is shifting, start to open some retail stores. So that's driving some more buyers to this area. At the same time, industry consolidation, suburbanization, and the construction of interstate highways made it hard for little corner stores to keep up with major grocery chains. And without little corner stores, the Strip's wholesalers moved out. Casertano says the terminal was quiet. Back in the, in the 70s and 80s, we probably still had about 30 different companies here. And then those 30 became 15, and those 15 became 6, and those 6 became 3. The Urban Redevelopment Authority took ownership of the produce terminal in the 1980s. In recent years, there's been a lot of interest in finding a new use for the building. Kevin Ackland is Mayor Bill Peduto's chief of staff and the chairman of the URA. He says the process of rehabilitating the building is complex. If we are going to develop it, it should retain some of that social equity investments back to the public. We don't want to create a situation where vendors on Penn Avenue who have been there for several decades are suddenly priced out of their storefronts because of what we're doing on the terminal building. Since the current administration has taken over development planning, the URA has seen a lot of proposals. Ackland says one developer suggested putting in some big box retail stores, but the city feared that might take away from the businesses on Penn Avenue. Another suggested demolishing a third of the building, but the city didn't want that either. We started a very robust community process, uh, a lot of meetings to say, you know, what does the community want to see? Ultimately, the URA went with Chicago-based firm McCaffrey Interests. The company is best known for their work rehabilitating the old Armstrong cork factory into lofts along the Allegheny River. Current plans for the produce terminal rehab include expanded sidewalks, infrastructure upgrades, a European-style plaza, restaurants, and maybe incubator office space. The URA has suggested using some public funds to pay for the project, but that idea has been met with some resistance from the school board, and they'd need to approve it. Ackland says he wants to make sure decisions are made thoughtfully, especially because it's a public asset. And our development strategy has been how to respect the history and character of the produce terminal building uh, when we're trying to unlock our riverfronts and convert it from historically a industrial use there on the Allegheny uh, to a place where people and families will come and live and work and play. For more than 80 years, the produce terminal has played an important role in Pittsburgh. It's only natural that as Pittsburgh reinvents itself, the produce terminal would too. I'm Katie Blackley, 90.5 WESA News.